the news. I'm Sui. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi has met UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres in New York. Wang will preside over a ministerial-level Security Council meeting to discuss how to resolve the Israel-Palestine conflict. Jody Jacobs reports from the United Nations. A two-state solution and adherence to UN resolutions is the only way forward, according to the Committee on the Exercise of the Inalienable Rights of the Palestinian People. Established back in 1975, the Committee reports to the UN General Assembly annually, making recommendations for the Palestinian people and their rights to self-determination. Meanwhile, the Palestinian Permanent Observer to the UN has called on the UN General Assembly to find a way to stop the fighting, saying the UN Human conscience cannot bear it, and international law prohibits it. On Wednesday, the Security Council will once again discuss the situation in the Middle East at a ministerial-level meeting chaired by Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi. The meeting takes place on the same day the UN General Assembly observes the International Day of Solidarity with the Palestinian people. The Israeli government has confirmed the return of the fifth batch of hostages released from the Gaza Strip by Hamas. The 12 hostages will undergo an initial medical examination before being escorted by security forces to the hospital for family reunion. Meanwhile, a bus carrying 30 Palestinian prisoners has left Ofer prison, which is located near the West Bank city of Ramallah. The Kremlin has described the North Atlantic Treaty Organization as a bloc that's actively seeking to contain Russia. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov also said NATO as an alliance that was created as an instrument of confrontation. The remarks came as foreign ministers from NATO member countries met in Brussels to discuss issues including continued support for Ukraine. Alice Kadir reports from Brussels. That was the big question looming over this meeting, these swelling rumors of Ukraine fatigue, both for uh, NATO allies here at NATO HQ in Brussels, but also further down the road for the European Union. If that fatigue, if that support was maybe waning, that was the question. Well, the answer was pretty categorical uh, from the key NATO allies, from the Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. They will continue to support Ukraine. And we heard from Jens Stoltenberg uh, wrapping up the first day of this foreign minister's meeting, NATO reminding us of pledges of support by individuals members. So may, although there may not be a coordinated uh, response or new announcements by NATO as a whole or the EU as a whole, 8 billion from Germany, 2 billion from the Netherlands, Romania setting up a training center for F-6, Ukrainian F-16 pilots, the air defense coalition also being put in place. The Finnish prime minister says the country will temporarily close all its eastern border crossings for two weeks starting on Thursday. Petteri Warpo says the decision will be effective until December 13th. Finland closed four border crossing points in the southeast on November 18th. U.S. Presidential Biden's son Hunter Biden has said he will testify before Congress in December. This came in response to a Republican-led impeachment investigation into the president and his family. In a letter to the House Oversight Committee, Hunter Biden's attorney Abby Lowe said the president's son will answer any pertinent and relevant questions lawmakers might have. Lowe said the questioning must take place at a public committee hearing. Riyadh has been chosen to host the 2030 World Expo with its bid focusing on how to shape a sustainable future. Riyadh was picked by a majority of 119 out of 165 votes by the member states of the Paris-based Bureau International des Expositions. 
Canada's major oil-producing province, Alberta, says they'll provide major industries with up to 12% of new eligible capital costs to accelerate carbon capture and emissions reductions. Local authorities say the new Alberta Carbon Capture Incentive Program will help businesses in multiple industries reduce their emissions by incorporating carbon capture, utilization and storage technology into their operations. Researchers at the University of California, Los Angeles have uncovered new details about how the immune system can recognize and kill cancer cells. Researchers at the UCLA Johnson Comprehensive Cancer Center found certain immune cells can still fight cancer even when the cancer cells lack an important protein that the immune system relies on to help track down cancer cells. And that's the news. I'm Su Yi.